you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how has your week been? It was a stressful week mm-hmm. uh, work-wise, but... It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Is it the kind of the end of the stress for the month? Not really. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like this week should be a little less, but at this point, it is what it is until my vacation. I'm just mm-hmm. counting down <laughs> to my uh, Christmas break, winter mm-hmm. break, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. I'll, you know, push through. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to some extended time off. Mm-hmm. I'll be off for like 16 days, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more. <laughs> I may add a two mm-hmm. and have a nice end of year moment yeah. before next year. Although <laughs> I'm assuming the first half will be more of the same. Yeah. But <laughs> whatever. It's so fun. Like my job finally was like, we're probably going to work from home till April. Finally, like, can y'all stop I understand stop why mess? it took jobs so long to accept what it, it is. It's going to be a full year. Just I think all of it. us didn't want it to be a full year. But it but is. But here we are. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, here we are. See y'all when I see y'all. Yeah. For real, for real. Yeah. Like, we have um, an employee leaving that started this year. So it's like, we ain't barely seen you. Like, you're still a new person to me because I ain't really laid eyes on you much. So, um, but my week was very productive uh work was light so i was able to like get catch up on a lot of things that for myself and for my personal clients so it was a lovely week for me um and having these fridays off is you know feeling real good these four day weeks hit (laughs) i need this forever um even i just have it until the new year um because i gotta burn these days that don't roll over but yeah, I think I got like two more I have to schedule mm-hmm. that won't be able to roll over. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I got like ten more days of work this year, if that. It might be less than that. Yeah, it might be like nine or eight. Um, but yeah, my week was good. I'm just kind of cruising through the rest of the month. Nothing too heavy. Um, coming up for the rest of the year for me, which is it feels good. What's happening in media? I'm not going to say things are quiet, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It just seems, what is time? What is anything? Right? It's <laughs> right. just like, here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to ask you about, how do you feel about Tiana Taylor announcing she's retiring? She, well, I was maybe. about to say, she ain't really used those words. People maybe just taking took it an in extended break from music. Mm-hmm. You know, She says she's retiring this part of her story. Which I think could mean so many things. If it does mean she's not going to do music anymore, that's fine. You know, I'm going to still play the albums. I'm going to still support her um, in her endeavors. Because she's been doing a lot of directing. So, I'm not upset about it. I get it. Because um, through her career, she's been through a lot. Like, albums like rushed, have... not been supported. Yeah, she Albums just... just Drop like it's she's been through a lot, so I her understand team, the frustration. Her team has failed her, yeah. the, her larger team, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and the smaller team for her is working better with her other endeavors. So I definitely understand. Shoot, I understand wanting to cut one thing off because everything else is working out better. Like, I get <laughs> it. So um, I definitely understand it. I'm not upset about it or She's anything. very talented. So it's unfortunate yeah. if she's feeling at any point unappreciated or not getting the the flowers she felt is deserved. Mm-hmm. I can understand how for an artist that mm-hmm. could be frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also think the music industry is so shady. Right. And so, so like choosy with who mm-hmm. gets the support. So some gatekeepers for real for yeah, real. Yeah. So I just want to follow because we talked about Jeremiah. He was released from the hospital. So oh, good. um he is home and doing a lot better and mm-hmm. hopefully he'll continue to um look you guys <laughs> if you're not aware <sighs> covid is like at its peak right now peak, alive peak. and well and so it's even higher than it was early in the year when mm-hmm. we were like fully shut down mm-hmm. and so with that being said i really encourage people please sit down <laughs> I know we're tired, mm-hmm. but I promise you I'm more tired because I've actually been in the house. And right. like, you've been running the COVID streets, quote unquote, tired. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. With that being said, y'all, y'all got to chill, man. Because, mm-hmm. like, did chill. you see the video of Australia in their post-COVID festival? We're never going to get there. I'm like, oh, I can't wait till we're there. But like, I just feel like I'm going to be so drunk. But, but, <laughs> well, yeah, but... But the whole thing is like, but you see how people behave yeah. now, yeah. you know. And they admitted that, like, even though they have people that don't know how to act just like us, it was their government and Who the really things they put in, in place and, that right. didn't let the people that don't have no sense take over and run amok like it's Hello. happening here. So, um, so I mean. We have some new... A new government. A new turn is a a coming. A new term is coming. Especially uh, if Georgia do need to be done. And <laughs> we'll I have honestly, some and I things hope will actually be able to get through easier. I'm totally, you know, I, I'm an independent, mm-hmm. but I'm totally like, well, blue man, mm-hmm. in the sense of so much stuff will get done mm-hmm. if they could just take over the map. That's true. If it was some reds that was on the right side. Then it's fine. Then right. It wouldn't be a big deal. If they was cooperating. But the problem is they're not. So I'm like, yeah, Team Blue, right. take the cake. Let's get some COVID, uh, COVID, real COVID relief for people and small yeah. businesses. Yeah. Let's get that student loans clear. You yeah. feel me? Yeah, it's so... Um, it's so much stuff that can be done. Yeah. And that's really key to the Biden-Harris plan. Mm-hmm. That is an important part of it. Yeah. I'm not saying he won't... Not saying they'll get everything done on the docket, mm-hmm. but having control of both will really get a lot done in these next four years. Yeah, and like it, seeing like so many small businesses have to close down. One of our previous guests, Chimera Spa, she thought she was going to have to shut down for good, but over the weekend she was able to raise funds to open back up, essentially, which I am so happy that she was able to do that. But it's, like, so sad seeing people have to, like, get to that level of despair mm-hmm. to be like, I'm going to have to shut my business down. I mean, we're that talking... That you worked for years But we're for. talking... Some of these mom-and-pop 30-, 40-year history have mm-hmm. had to shut doors yeah. because of COVID. It's so, so sad. It's so sad. 
you know, it, like literally is heartbreaking. That election in Georgia is very important mm-hmm. to really get us in a better space. And let me be very clear here when I say a better space. And I want people to also realize, like, because of what happened in the presidential election, don't think that the opposition didn't realize that. And so they're going to show up in numbers. Correct. Which means for who you support, you got to show up you in gotta numbers. You got to show up in numbers. Right, right, right. And when I say get things in a better space, now we know the problems that plague this country. Mm-hmm. But if we can't even get past the pandemic, I'm... <laughs> We ain't going to be able to address some of those other things mm-hmm. in the way it needs to be. Yeah. So, let me be very clear. Because I, I would love by spring for us to start to see the light. I would, I would love for that to be the case. But it's one, on the people of power, and then two, on us to cooperate with what the people of power are telling us to do. And the people need to get it together. Right. So, so yeah. um, hopefully a change going to come. <laughs> That's my COVID. Cause it look, it no. seemed like everybody about to have a birthday in COVID at this point. Cause my birthday started it, and I mean, we knocking on the door. <laughs> like, well, I was lucky. <laughs> you, you, my birthday was not in COVID, but my <laughs> looks like my twenty ninth will be. <laughs> right. Um, cause my birthday is in February. Yeah. So looking like I will have a COVID birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that is, cause I always celebrate my birthday. Although the past few years have been much smaller. So yeah. it's not like I've been doing huge things. Y'all love my birthday. I'm obsessed, obsessed with it. It's mm-hmm. my day. And when the little nigglets get on your nerves, uh-huh. celebrations get a little bit smaller. Because I promise y'all, people ain't going to keep getting on my nerves on my birthday. All right? So the past few Thanks. years have been a lot quieter. Yeah. But they've been exactly what I needed it to be. Right. I got what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I had peace. Because right. when the nigglets ruin your birthday it's no coming back (laughs) okay when i tell y'all it literally pisses me off so i understand how people get really um if you want to call it nutty nutty Mm -hmm. around our birthday i respect it that's Mm -hmm. your day Mm -hmm. because i'm the same way but i just cut people out now i just cut certain individuals out of that Mm -hmm. process and ever since my birthdays have been splendid (laughs) right so i don't know what i'm doing for the 29th but yeah that'll be my covid COVID birthday. I'm lucky that this year I at least was, I at least got opportunity to celebrate before the shutdown. Yeah. Yep. So we'll see. Yeah. All right, moving forward. All right, y'all. We got a new versus. Now this was talked about for a minute. Mm-hmm. And at first, at one point, I thought maybe Ashanti said no. Like there was some. They probably both butt. said no at different times. There was some scuttlebutt of some people not you know yeah. agreeing. It has been confirmed, so this Saturday, December 12th, which I'm glad they're doing on a Saturday, because sometimes on the weeknights, knowing that, you know it never starts on time. Right. Um, I appreciate the And weekend. I think they're willing to put it back on the weekends, because all the city's shutting back. Right. <laughs> it's and like, all right, like y'all LA, supposed to be in house. Because <laughs> LA has shut all the way back down. Yeah, yeah. I think Maryland will be on our way if y'all don't chill out. I mean, yeah. Hogan is back. He said he'll have to shut it down. They done got commercials again. with him saying, wear the damn mask. Okay. Like, like, he's not playing we're with gonna be We're going to be like L.A. in a minute if y'all don't cut the crap. But yeah. anyway. So, Ashanti versus Keisha Cole. I'm actually excited because I 
am fans of them both. Mm-hmm. When I first thought about Ashanti Keisha, I was like, I don't really feel like like time wise. I'm like, do they really match up? I don't know. I don't keep track of like who was out first. I don't. I don't feel like they quite overlap overlap in the same yeah. space. With that being said, with career success, maybe yeah. you know I would have to do more digging. My initial thought was Ashanti. Mm-hmm. Now the reason I said that was because. I'm more partial of Ashanti. Mm-hmm. I was definitely like a murdering gal. Right. I was deep in it. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't mean I didn't like Keisha Cole, but like if you ask me who deep cuts I know, I was is about Ashanti. To say, I think I know more of Ashanti's music. I know more of Ashanti's music yeah. than Keisha Cole's music. Yeah. Just period. I just yeah. do. Now I can't say that some of the music of Keisha Cole's that I do know slaps and some of it slaps harder than Ashanti's music absolutely that I know. Right. but I just but feel I know like overall there's more I know more that's what Ashanti. I'm saying like overall it's more of a billboard hits I feel like from Ashanti let me ask I'm gonna google that while we talking about it there's more I, feel, I like. feel like there's more however but we also know that Ashanti is a writer so mm. I don't know if she will be if they gonna put J-Lo music if on she it? well <laughs> If she will be just doing her stuff, mm-hmm. her like recorded songs, mm-hmm. or will she also be slipping in a track or two of things she has wrote? Right. Because she does have writer credits for even, I mean, J-Lo's a big one, but even for other artists, she mm-hmm. has writing credits. So my initial thought was Ashanti. With that being said, who cares? This right. is one of those situations where like I genuinely enjoy both artists and I love when the ladies get a moment. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. I saw this tweet where they said Keisha Cole's fans wore this versus Ashanti fans. Oh, yeah, so Ashanti was that baby pink velvet sweatsuit. Mm-hmm. And then Keisha Cole was that puffer yes. baby fat jacket. Mm-hmm. And I screamed when I saw it. I was it's like, awesome. I was Ashanti. <laughs> I literally had a pink velvet, like, mm-hmm. sweatsuit. Like, I had a pink one, and I had, like, a baby blue one. I, in that moment, I'm like, I am seen. Ashanti. So, Ashanti has 18 um, songs on the Billboard charts, and Keisha Cole has 15. Okay, so, so it's close. closer than I thought. Right, because I was like, well... I thought I didn't Keisha know, you was know a little I mean? lower, but if they there, they there. I, but to Ashanti's credit... 10 of her 18 songs that are on the Billboard Top 100 were in the top 10. Only three of Keisha Cole's were. So that may be what I'm thinking. Because that's you know more of the difference. You know what I, I think thinking. it is? I think Ashanti got more notoriety in beyond like black markets. Mm-hmm. I think that, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying Keisha haven't, but like on a Because like they got last night. With Diddy on here, I don't think of that as a Keisha Cole song. Is she on there? Yes, but I think it's a Diddy song. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. All that to be said, I like both. This is one I'm not gonna choose. I will say I'm partial to Ashanti, but I think it's the song, the song lineup. Because yeah. like I said, there's some Keisha Cole songs that just hit so hard for me, mm-hmm. harder than Ashanti. But I know more of Ashanti's catalog. Yeah. Anyway, I'll be present. Same. Looking the eight, forward right? to it. Yes. Perfect time. So right December twelfth. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I'll be there with my glass of wine. Okay. And you'll be yelling, <laughs> singing. Uh, I won't be doing that. I'll be singing. <laughs> Love! If I was at home alone, I would. I'm sorry. But... I actually don't. That was really off. Let me try it again. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Just save it for Saturday. Save it for Saturday. You know what? I can't. Mm, save it for Saturday. Never knew what. 
dancing. Mm-hmm. All right. Simi's <laughs> playing. No, I'm not. No, you are. No, you are. You really are. You really are. Okay. Last, honestly, the last thing I'm gonna talk about really quickly is mm-hmm. if you have a Twitter and you're not following, um, uh, are you about to say you talk about Dion Warwick? Yeah. Oh! Okay. If you're not following, she is cracking me up. If you're not following, I Dion love Warwick, that they gave her follow her, her Twitter immediately. <laughs> Do you hear me? Immediately, she has all the shade. Let me tell you something. All the like Ever old lady since shade. I love. I it. have followed. I am obsessed with <laughs> everything she tweets. Is hilarious. Mm-hmm. This past weekend, she was literally tweeting artist names she didn't quite understand. Yeah. She said Chance the rapper. She was it's like, clear why that you're is a rapper. the why right, is like the what is rapper. that for? Right. She is hilarious. Yeah. Her responses. The one tweet she was like. Um, she loves Megan, but she doesn't consider herself a hot girl. <laughs> like she was like, "What is a hot girl?" Like right. everything about it her Twitter started when she came on Twitter one day randomly, and she was like, "You know, we can see the names of the playlists y'all add our songs to, right?" Which I don't think many people knew, and so then people started tweeting her, and she was like, "Yep, I saw that." Like, and she was giving feedback to like you nasty into people's playlist names. <laughs> Like, because That's so funny. I never, I didn't know that. <laughs> Me either. Until she said that. I don't, so probably say I don't she, have any questionable playlist names. <laughs> that's when she kind of like got. I don't want to say blew up, but kind of got her first viral on Twitter. moment. Yeah. Of people like. And what? so ever since then, with people say like seeing that she gonna say what's on her heart. They've been. I, <laughs> I, I tell you, I really enjoy her on Twitter. Yeah, she's like pretty every funny. time she responds, like yeah. I'm just she's hilarious. Like yeah. So <laughs> I just want to mention that mm-hmm. if you're not, do yourself a favor. And she will talk like she talks about the fact that her team be threatening with taking her Twitter away. And I'm like, why? She don't even. Here's the thing, though. It's not like she's saying anything. She, but I, th- I love how candid she is even to tell us that. Because I, I know that happens for so many celebrities and they don't talk about it. <laughs> like, my whole thing is she ain't even saying crazy. She's not saying crazy. nothing crazy. No, no. If, I just feel like if They want her to be more classy like the other ones her no, age. And she like, no. Because no, they be take, talking shade, they just don't do it on Twitter. Like, I, but, I, but this is the reason I think I like, because you know, I've always just... I'm obsessed with older people. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't know gowns, about beautiful me. gowns. Great gowns, beautiful <laughs> gowns. My obsession with older people is yeah. very real, yeah. very strong. Probably start with my grandparents because I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing older individuals, like, not do that stereotypical, I'm old and, right. like, you don't have an opinion or you're not current with what's going on. So I love seeing older people, like, mm-hmm. I, I know what that is or I'm here or... Or just saying, what is that? Like, right. wanting to know what it is. And like, people answer. And people answer. Mm-hmm. I just am obsessed with older people. So I yeah. love that she's like, I'm here and this is my Twitter. What's mm-hmm. up? Like, I love it. Yeah. So honestly, that's, I mean, did you hear anything? You know, Not just, that I can think of. I don't really be in the mix like that. Did we talk about that restaurant in Dallas? No. Okay. Girl, <laughs> let's talk about that. <laughs> I was later. like, was that this week? Was that this I don't know if that was this week or last week. I, I can't don't remember. even know. But I, <laughs> it might have been like Monday. What is time? Once again, <laughs> what is time? So 
that true kitchen restaurant in yeah. Texas. Mm-hmm. He, was it Dallas or Houston? And so it's in Dallas. There is another um, location in Houston, but it has a different name. Okay. It's similar to True with something. So this restaurant is black owned. Um, the the scenarios, they were at like a brunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and and a pandemic. Let's talk about that first. <laughs> no mask in sight. It's, it, it, it's, he had a mask on in one of the clips, but... And also, it didn't look like a big space yeah. anyway, but it was full to the brink. It so, was ain't no not six, six feet. feet apart. No, it was not. <laughs> okay. So, outside of that, we saw a clip of, like, the restaurant owner, like, cussing out everybody, mm-hmm. talking about the proper behavior that should be displayed at at his establishment his day party and you know he a black man and love his community but respect yourself you need to respect yourself so that men can respect you (sighs) there's so much to unpack (laughs) um and you know y'all want to be like this in other out-of-box white establishments that don't I mean, we'll they don't got that too. slushies though. And all With that a stuff. DJ that and play he wop. don't want the money. He don't give a fuck. Y'all can go ahead. All right. Like he literally was cussing y'all. Yeah, like yeah. he was like, y'all like it. Y'all can go. I don't care. I don't need y'all money. Right. So that went viral. Now what I'm gonna say this: what disappointed me the most was not only people defending mm-hmm. his behavior and communicating that. But even, like, the organizations, the restaurants, Instagram and Twitter, was still very, even in his Doubling response, down. Yeah. was very, like, even the owner, he made a statement like, you know, it wasn't my best, but I know people will see why, where I was coming from. Like, you should have apologized. Now, mm-hmm. let me tell y'all something. Because people was like, we well, didn't hear the whole story. I know the whole story. Right. Now, was it appropriate for the girl to be standing in the chair and, like, on the furniture and stuff. It wasn't. Right. And so he came over, he came over a couple times, mm-hmm. asked him to stop. This one individual woman didn't stop. Right. And then that caused the outburst. Right. So this is what I'm going to say. You're owner of a restaurant, no matter how pissed you get, that is never an appropriate response right. to any customer at any point in time. Right. Let alone you disrupting customers who weren't doing anything right. but being a, a customer and eating their food and mm-hmm. supporting your business to shut it down and shame everyone mm-hmm. for a small party's behavior that's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And as he came off very hidey-toity black elitist, mm-hmm. let's be like the white folk, I don't know no white restaurant owner who would do something like that mm-hmm. when things go south. You told her multiple times, and what you should have done is have her removed. Because it is a private property, Mm -hmm. and a lot of places like that, when they have those sort of brunches and things like that, they always have security. Mm -hmm. They always have people there. I've been in places where people been on furniture, and the bodyguard was like, hey, get down, Mm -hmm. and they got down. I've been in places when people refused. Guess what? They got removed. Right. So, to me... There's nothing anyone can say that will validate the way he was speaking to everyone. And we can go in deeper about the stuff that he was saying right. that was ridiculous, right. that had no no base for that foolishness anyway. Right. Have her removed. You came up twice and said, you know what? I asked you before. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Mm-hmm. This is my property. This is inappropriate. It's not what I condone. I'm going to have you to leave. Right. If she refused, 
you call security or you call the cops. Right. And, and they have her removed and we keep it moving. And for him to say money don't matter, then why does chair matter? If money really doesn't matter to you, then her standing on this chair should not matter either. Because he's talking about his furniture getting damaged. I thought money didn't matter. I thought you didn't care. So it's like, it's bullcrap. It was bullcrap. But he, just, he was on TMZ. He was everywhere trying to double down on what he had to say. It was inappropriate. And so for people who want to continue to support him, you know, Do that's you. your business. But for what I saw from the menu or whatever... Pretty sure you can get that anywhere else. And ironically, Duce, they posted a recipe for the Duce slushie on their page because they was like, here's the recipe for y'all to make it at home. <laughs> like, but like, I looked at the menu and I'm like, here's the thing. Whether he was serving, you know, fish sticks or foie <laughs> the point I'm saying is like, for people to double down mm-hmm. for catfish nuggets. And the food was late. Catfish nuggets and like, macaroni and cheese, I'm like, well, I prefer y'all double down for something better. Like, who can't get catfish nuggets anywhere? Mm-hmm. Like, relax. <laughs> Point is, he was dead as wrong. And the yeah. people defending him, you need to realize that. Cause, and then, especially as we get into the whole twerking and the woman thing and the man thing, yeah, you know I don't like that bullshit. Yeah, it's, bull crap. <laughs> yeah. it's crap. Yeah. It's crap. Because on one hand, it's this. But, um, but when you're enjoying it, when you like watching women twerk or mm-hmm. dance, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. But when it's in these, when it's in a certain setting you don't like, now she's degrading herself. Mm-hmm. She's demeaning herself. You know them little nigglets, men talking about women need to be. Y'all the main ones that enjoy who love it. it, who enjoy it, who's looking for it. That's why you cannot like. You really gotta ignore men. <laughs> I, it didn't mean to come out that way. But <laughs> it, it did come out that way, I realized. Like, you just have to ignore them. Because they're just a bunch of... Mm, I can't even... I can't... Mm, Lord. Whatever that means. Mm-mm. That's the best way for me to articulate how I felt. It was just trash. And I just think it's weird. Like, I personally would be like, I'll go somewhere else. Right. What he's doing, Which is what why he's serving, in the video, as soon as he said that, mad people was like, check. Like, bye. Cause you ain't gonna sit up here and cuss me out right. and just say, I don't need your money. What's your respect? food late anyways? Bye. But respect, right. And a lot has come out about the way he practiced business. Yeah. Um, like past employees, people not getting paid. Him owing people money. Him owing people money. So it's like, humble yourself, brother, as you're sitting up here hooting and at everybody. Because you're blessed to be a restaurant that is that packed during a pandemic when a bunch of other restaurants had to shut down. So you should be thankful for all for the money that you are receiving. Not saying that you don't need people money, please. <laughs> Let me pull up with a food truck. I'll take your customer. Like because the thing is, like, you don't care. Like, the thing is, yes, you do. So stop. Right. It. You, you wouldn't be in business money. if you didn't. Need you it. should have had her removed. Yeah. And 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 that's all it is. Yeah. You should have had her removed. If she really wasn't gonna sit and listen, mm-hmm. you should have had her removed. Cause right. I remember one grooming there was debating like, so if he played that type of music, you can't practice no self control. I'm like, let's do- I let's not be obtuse. To can I? Yes. Should I have to at a party at a brunch that you promoted as a day party? No, I shouldn't have to. Two, is it inappropriate to stand on furniture? Of course. Like, yes, there is a different way to handle it. That's the whole point. The point is I felt like people were being obtuse Mm -hmm. and trying to be dense. Like, if you want to play, like, you don't get the environment that was created. Yeah. On top of the fact that she was wrong. Because this is the other thing. 
two things can be true at the same time. People really just don't understand that. Nope. The environment he was creating was something to be noted. Mm-hmm. And her behavior is inappropriate. Right. Both things can be true. And the response And the way he responded wrong. was inappropriate. I don't right. care that he was nice the first three times. Then the fourth time, he should have had her removed. Mm-hmm. And if Not he couldn't... cussing and, and yelling and the fact that, that he in there being the one checking people, you do need the money because you're here working on a, a regular Sunday. No! <laughs> like, I mean... Come on, because, like, be serious. How many owners are coming out to check all of the people in the restaurant if they don't need the money? They not. They sitting at home. But he was there because he needs the money. And so he got to be the bouncer and the owner. And he needs some t- some customer service lessons. So, I'm just saying. I won't disagree with you there. Because I saw them turkey dinners that he sold for Thanksgiving and they did not look tasty. Well, I did not. I'll take your <laughs> word for it. The 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 stuffing looked like cat food. Oh, <laughs> all right. I will take your word for it. I don't even have nothing to say. Def- okay, all right. right. We can go to the question of the week. Um, excuse me. Don't we usually do Bravo after the question? No. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Bravo moment. Oh, my Jesus. How dare you? <laughs> Lord. How dare you? What are the things to say? I'm sorry. I forgot. Go ahead. Okay. I, I just threw me off. I just, um, what, what am I doing? Oh, right. Bravo moment. Okay. No, all right. I'm being dramatic. But all right. Bravo moment. House of Potomac is up first. All right, y'all. So, we, we're we almost at the season finale of Potomac. This mm-hmm. uh, this episode was Karen's wig shift party, her new wig line. It's so called wig shift? She had a wig shift party. That's what she called it. This was debuting <laughs> her new wig line. So, first I want to talk about the lack of support of the women for the wig line. Mm-hmm. Now, what is interesting to me is a lot of, these, a lot of times on these... Um, you know, shows, especially a couple season in, couple season in, couple seasons in, mm-hmm. you will see the wives have various business projects. Like, yeah. there is. Yeah. Some have been successful, some you don't hear about anymore, whatever. It mm-hmm. just kind of comes with it. So, we know Karen has her perfume, which is currently in Bloomingdale. So, it no, exists nice. and it's there. Yeah. And her next venture is these wigs. Mm-hmm. The women are, to me, very unsupportive and shady about it because I just kind of felt like why does it bother you that she's starting another business mm-hmm. why does an entrepreneur only need to have one business because like I think Giselle's like what do you need another one like but. yeah that's <laughs> kind of how it works <laughs> two I kind of felt like none of these women to me have um great business track records to be shading anybody about their business mm-hmm. period as she had a restaurant with her husband it's closed <laughs> Giselle has a makeup line that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, uh, Robin was flipping homes, kind of, sort of, not really. That's done. Now she's selling City Trend rainbow hats. All right? And we'll see how far that goes. Pretty sure a lot of those funds will go towards her tax issues because she wasn't filing her taxes right. Because we could talk about that too, how they were so hard on 
towards Karen because Karen's husband mm-hmm. had tax issues. Life comes back at you fast because now you owe $90,000. Quick side note, when people, well, all these celebrities have tax issues, I really wonder if it's just that they trusted the wrong tax person. Because I just like, it's so easy to just do your taxes correctly. I think, or just hire someone to do them correctly. I think some people don't ask enough questions. Because like, mm-hmm. sometimes you hear celebrities like, I didn't know it wasn't filed. So my whole thing is if I have a business manager, tax person, even if I'm not doing, I'm checking in to make sure things are done. Right. I want to see it. Like, right. even if I'm not doing it. Because I want to know how I wanna much I owe. I want to see how it, how it came out. Right. So, with Robin, it seems like she said she was doing her taxes, but I guess maybe she was doing, doing them herself? incorrectly. She was probably doing them herself. So, <laughs> you know, look, I am an average normal person, and I got somebody doing mine. And now, she do mine if well. you, I know. <laughs> Thank you, Alice. <laughs> um, and so, like, if you want to do your own taxes, fine. Like, I've had someone tell me, like, why are you paying someone for your fee? I'm paying someone because I can afford to, sweetie, and she does a good job. And she's mm-hmm. not even expensive. And she's not that expensive. But the whole thing is, mind your money. Right. And I'll mind mine. And my tax is, is confusing, so I'll be like, yeah, could you take care of that. Like, well, <laughs> here's the thing. I'm a person where I don't mind paying someone who knows more than me. Mm-hmm. She does a great job. I have no issues. Right. She will keep doing them period but all that to say all that to say you know life comes at you fast robin candace has i think her wig hairline but she doesn't really talk about it a lot on the show so i can't i can't even ding her on success or failure there and winnie is not an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. so we're gonna stop that there so Mm -hmm. i just felt like the first just being so unsupportive so karen and then the other the other digs about well, it seems like it's her hairstylist line, and maybe she's the face of whatever. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's a check. Right. And Karen's not a hairstylist. So if she was doing a wig line, of course she would go to subject matter experts. The same That's what Giselle, y'all need to do. When you had your makeup line, you weren't the sole owner, and you weren't the one in the labs. You, you selected a team, and you were checking in the same way anybody would. So mm-hmm. I just kind of felt like, enough. Anyway, so we're we'll starting this off. Ashley has lunch with Monique. As we know, Monique hasn't been around because ladies haven't felt comfortable. And Monique says, you know, I'm going to go to Karen's party. And remember on the last episode, Karen said she wasn't going to invite <clears throat> Monique. Mm-hmm. So Ashley's like, well, that's funny. Here's Ashley being messy. Because Karen told us you weren't invited. She wasn't inviting you or whatever. So at the lunch, she calls up Karen. To like, well, I mean, it just seemed like, and this is a part of Ashley that's annoying, because it's like, it's one thing to be messy when the stuff involves you, but it's like she continuously goes out of her way. Mm-hmm. This situation doesn't involve you. You weren't in the fight. You actually are supporting Monique by, like, putting in paperwork on her behalf, mm-hmm. and you still kicking up the dust. Right. It's like, why? Right. So Karen is like, um... What I wanted Karen to be like, I changed my mind. That would have ended it all. But Karen was kind of like, well, no, I don't remember. Or did it like trying to... And like, of course, you, they caught her in a lie. It's You did say she wasn't coming. Yeah. And so I would have preferred Karen to be like, well, I changed my mind. I did say that and I changed my mind. And I'm having her come. Or maybe it was that Karen invited her and Monique said that she wasn't going to come. And so Karen had been telling people that she, Monique not coming. It, that could be it, too. I just would have preferred Karen don't do just what she walked yeah, into because yeah. they trap people. Mm-hmm. And it should have been, why well, change my mind? So what's up? 
right. if someone don't feel comfortable now, then don't come. Right. Whatever. Right. So I want to. So we get to the party, um, and so Monique does come, but she comes early. Mm-hmm. So none of the ladies are there. Okay. She comes in and have a little drink, or whatever. It's very quick, and then kind of Karen kind of rushed her out, of my opinion, <laughs> before the other ladies came. Mm-hmm. So the other ladies came in. They're trying on wigs. Um, Giselle is not present. They're trying on stuff, whatever. It's the event, and somehow, some way, we get on the topic. Ashley um, brings up Monique and that whole situation. Once again, mm-hmm. so Monique wasn't present when they were there. Right. So once again, what's the point in even? That's the problem with Ashley wanting to kick up the dirt for no freaking reason. Right, and that's why, as mad as she is at Candace for her mouth and doing stuff, they truly are the same person. If you yeah. ask me, they do the same type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So. They are questioning her about that stuff, and Karen's getting kind of flustered. That's why I was like up front, and she would have said, I changed my mind, it would have been done. Mm-hmm. But then Robin was having a go at her, and I'll just say this, Karen was coming for Robin in so many ways. It was very pleasurable to watch. <laughs> but Robin's like, well, why is she not here? I don't get it. If, if, you, if you don't care, why is she not here? Mm-hmm. And she was like, because I care about how y'all feel. You okay with that? And I was like, yes, Karen. Mm. Anyway, long story short, Karen left her own party. Oh? They kept going back and forth and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And Karen was like, you know what? It's my party. I can fucking leave. I paid for it. Mm. Literally, her work. Kind That's of... sad, though, that she felt like she had to leave her own party. Because my whole thing is you should have told them to leave. Because right. I would have said, you know what? I invited you here for my wig launch, and that was it. Mm-hmm. All of this is ruining my party. Right. So y'all can pack it up. And take it to the parking lot. Right. That is what I would have did. Mm-hmm. I'm not leaving. Because I'm assuming there were other people there. It was a small event. Okay. But there were some people there. Other yeah. people there. So I'm like, I'm not leaving. Y'all gonna go. Mm-hmm. Y'all wanna do all this? I'm here for the wigs. Y'all can go. Mm-hmm. So they go in the parking lot eventually and they're talking. And so Candace talks about how she was late to coming because Karen asked her to come early. So now the women are thinking, going into the season finale, that... Karen did this purposely. She was trying to get Monique and Candace in some sort of together because Mm -hmm. Monique came before it started and Candace is saying Karen was like, oh, come early. Mm -hmm. So now they're thinking Karen was trying to set set Candace up. And Mm -hmm. as we know, Candace has felt um, still has been bothered by Karen's support and continued friendship with Karen. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this would be like the final like nail in the coffin leading into the season finale. Mm-hmm. Now I'm really excited about the season finale because it seems to be a lot going on. Husbands are fight husbands are getting tussled. Lord. Um people fussing. I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. you know, some tears, some yelling. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to it. And the last thing I mentioned about P- Potomac was this scene with Giselle and her daughters talking about Jamal. It was very cringeworthy. I really hope they talk about this reunion for her to sit at home and watch it back. Did she feel any differently about putting this on cameras? Because it start it it starts to make Giselle look bad. Mm-hmm. Like we already know about Jamal, we know about his checker pass, and that is what it is. But the kids feel they seem so not for their union, mm-hmm. and sometimes it seems outside of the union. They don't really seem to be for their daddy. Mm. So when she's sitting here talking and kind of, while she says she's respecting their wishes, kind of not, she's kind of still pushing it. It makes, to me, it makes me 
think less of her. Mm. Because it feels like your girls aren't into it and you keep trying to have this family unit that they're not for. Mm. And so that means you either need to slow down. I'm not saying she I'm not saying she has to stop being romantically involved with him. Mm. She is an adult. She has a right to have a romantic relationship. Yeah, but I think if I were her, I would want them to mend their but relationship. But I would think this needs to be fixed before I could give him more of my time. Right. Because I'd be like, hun... The kids don't like this, and that's a problem for me because yeah. it's not like you're a random dude. You're their father, right. and they're not feeling and this. And do they have a healthy relationship with him as a father? But that's why it's starting to, for me as a viewer, it's starting to make me feel like they can have beef with him individually just as father Because you daughter. can be a great father and a terrible partner. And so I'm wondering how their relationship is with I them. I wonder the split. Because I think way. they, obviously they know that their father has cheated. I've, you know, right. so I'm sure that impacts their relationship. But it also, in earlier episodes, even over the season, you know, one of the dogs was like, it's like he only calls us to then call you to be like, yeah, I checked on the girls. And it made it seem like, it make it seem like he was only really engaging with the daughters to get on the mother's good graces. Mm. So it makes me feel like they already have their own maybe issues with him and then yeah. him dating their mother it just yeah, it no. feels it would be a requirement for them to figure that out before I keep dating I'll just him. say as a viewer it feels cringy to watch yeah. cause it's like the children seem so not for this mm-hmm. so that's just my little last whatever alright going into Real Housewives of Salt Lake City Alright, so last thing we left off, we're at Whitney's <laughs> Roaring Twenty party. Jen is super upset because Meredith is getting closer to Mary and she don't like it. And basically <clears throat> she feels like people need to choose sides. I don't like stuff it's like so that. I feel like it's childish. And Meredith was like, Well, I didn't know you still had such harsh feelings because we have to think. They supposedly made peace. Mm-hmm. So, Jen, you're phony. I was about to say, because in that moment, teasing. you're talking about you're going to move forward. Mm-hmm. You're lying because now you seem to be upset. And then if Mary was so bothering you or so hurt, you've never communicated that to Meredith to even be aware. She's like, I didn't even know you still felt so strongly about it. Mm-hmm. And so she's like fussing and crying and being really loud at this party. Lord. Making a scene. Mm-hmm. To the point where one of the other ladies come over is like... <clears throat> Hi, how's everything going? Like, trying to, like, calm it down. Mm -hmm. Because she's, like, fussing and cussing loudly. Mm -hmm. So, eventually, um, Meredith walks away. She's like, I'm not doing this. This isn't productive. We can talk at another time. And, frankly, Meredith said that up front. She was like, we probably should talk another time. But she Mm -hmm. wanted, Jen still wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. So, Jen is, like, off, just, like, off the rocker. Like, yelling, fussing, cussing. Um, Heather ends up was on the phone with her husband, like, she's here, if you could just pull over here, like, to get her out. And Heather said something, and I was like, hmm, this is interesting. She's like, I've seen when Jen is like this, and when she's like this, it's like, it's best to just let get her on out. Okay. And so, shout out to Heather for being a good friend, mm-hmm. just trying to get her. So she ended up going with her husband and leaving, and that was the end of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Kind of like the next day, all the women are talking about what happened. You know how that works. Can you believe last night? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so Jen, Jen and Heather are speaking. And Heather's like, girl, mm-hmm. what was that? Mm-hmm. And Jen talks about how Meredith's 
she's really her and Maddie really has gotten close, especially because her husband Jen's husband is always gone with football, and she's very lonely, and so it really hurt her seeing her like cuddle up against Mary, and she feels like she's not loyal and things like that. Mm-hmm. And Heather was like, she don't really feel like this is Mary or something. This is a Jen issue of her <clears throat> loneliness, which mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like Jen. Your husband Sharif ain't around enough for you, mm-hmm. and I think that loneliness is making her getting attached to like Meredith's not your spouse, right? And I really feel like she is projecting in this mm-hmm. area when she needed projected at home. Like she even mentioned that her husband wasn't present for her father's funeral because mm-hmm. he was at a football game, and she was like, "No, football's why." So I just took it. I'm like, "But you're upset about it." Yeah. So I feel like she has some unresolved mm-hmm. issues there, and is projecting itself in these sort of situations. Yeah. So here's another reason, and I was for Jen, and I'm like, officially, I ain't gonna be it. Mm-hmm. At this point in time, she's talking to Heather, and she's like, "If you're not gonna be my friend, whatever." Meredith is separated, and the ladies don't know. Mm-hmm. The only person who know at this point is Jen. And we also saw uh, a moment where Meredith actually shared it with another housewife, Lisa. So Meredith has been telling people. Jen told Heather. Aww. She was like, I'm sitting over here, doing all this for you, I'm keeping your secrets, not not telling anyone that, you know, you're separated, and I spent all this money on your birthday party. So I thought, oh, you really mad. You really nasty. Yeah. So when a friend disappoints you, you or when you're hurt, because y'all didn't even resolve it. Y'all, right. y'all can still talk and fix it. Your immediate response is to share her personal business with someone else right. and to brag about all the things you've done for, for that person. Right. I would never want to be with a friend like that, where as soon as we have an issue, you yeah. you're gonna be like well I did this for you mm-hmm. and you did this and and telling their business so right. I'm like Jen mm-mm. Mm-mm. so then we go to Mary mm-hmm. who wants to have some sort of kumbaya luncheon to try to get the ladies back on track she wasn't sure she wanted to invite Jen but she felt like if she did it then Jen would be like see she's excluding me <laughs> which she's right she would mm-hmm. so she wants to have this luncheon to see what could be so, side note about Mary. Mary has a son. He seems to be 17 years old. And Mary is concerned with his attachment to his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She mentioned that for, like, Christmas, he bought the girl, like, a Prada purse. And Mary was like, excuse me? And I want to say, I agree. That <laughs> seems excessive. But I'm like, hmm, where do you think he got the money, y'all? I was about to say, is he working? <laughs> no. So, my thing is, if he got that much money in his account, then... Um, maybe y'all need to step in and either reduce the amount of money that's in his account. Because I'm like, how he bought a Prada bag, Mary? You sent him, she said, for her birthday, he bought her a puppy. So if you're seeing this behavior and it's it's not for you, because let me tell you something. If I was rich, no, I'm not accepting my 17-year-old son buying a dog for his 17-year-old girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Would you? I don't know. I would not. Mm-hmm. That's too much. Especially if it ain't a rescue <laughs> where you just paying fifty, seventy five dollars in shots. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it wasn't. And even if we're rich, you ain't spending that type of money on another seventeen year old girl. Mm-hmm. She wants a puppy, she talks to her parents. So if I was a parent and he already has a history, the first time mm-hmm. I hear he bought that type of gift for some little seventeen year old girl, bank account would have been shut down. <laughs> So I'm like, I don't want you to ever think you're going to be using my money <laughs> for that. For that. Yeah. Me personally, I wouldn't allow that. Yeah. Like, I you're think 17 if they years was working old, like, and that was their money, 
I would advise against it. Yeah, but you, right. I would <laughs> say you don't need to be doing that, right. but I can't tell you. Exactly. But that's their money. Yeah. That boink. He ain't working at Prada at 17. Come on. Like, I don't even have know. any concept of how much a Prada purse costs. So. <laughs> how about we do this? <laughs> Anything name brand mm-hmm. of that luxury that's mm-hmm. not a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks is probably several hundred dollars, maybe mm-hmm. up to a grand or more. Gotcha. And I think that's inappropriate, no matter how much money you have, mm-hmm. buying another seventeen-year-old girl, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm rich, when we're rich and we have our kids, and I found out my son <laughs> is son is buying that, and don't let it be my daughter buying something from some little nigglet, I will <laughs> pop a gasket. If I hear my 17-year-old daughter spend that type of money on a boy, are you mad? Oh, my jeez. Are you mad? <laughs> Have I not taught you anything? What if it's, what if she bought it for my son? Are you mad? <laughs> Have I not taught you anything? Now, you know I love him. <laughs> and you know I love that y'all dating, just like my nephew, too. But... Have I not taught you anything? We'll be buying boys that much now. And then I'm going to call you and say, Do you know she bought him this? Don't you think this is strange? So it wouldn't change. It, it would... You the tone would be slightly different. The tone would be slightly yeah, different, yeah, 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 yeah. but it would still be... Because you wouldn't hate on the child I wouldn't as ha- much. No, right. I wouldn't. <laughs> Right? How do I hate my nephew? <laughs> but I'm gonna say, have I taught you anything? Right. We do not spend that much money. Is he your husband? Is he paying your bills? He's not because I am. We're not doing that. 17 years well, old. Well, if our, both our kids rich, they might be treating each other to these expensive gifts. Who's paying for it ultimately? Me and you. And at the end of the day, if I choose to give my nephew some... <laughs> crazy like some crazy expensive Jordans that's my business <laughs> right cause that's my money right right my daughter mm-hmm. who has money in her account cause her mama yeah using I, that how many how much money do people be putting in their kids account I don't know I don't know we, I'm not rich you know yeah. when we were 17 I had my own yeah, job my exactly. mother wasn't putting money in my account the money in my account was the money I was making and even like I guess at 15 or 16 when I didn't have a job my parents still wasn't putting money in my account. They would give me twenty dollars. They would give me money. <laughs> like, my mother would give me money for the event or the right, experience. It, right. We're going to the movies and Ruby Tuesdays after. Okay, here's Here. forty dollars. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's why I'm like, how much do they be putting in these kids' accounts, and what the heck do they think they be buying? Like, uh, you know, rich kid problems. Maybe our kids will experience rich kid problems. Maybe. But I, would be very, I, mean, I hope so. I hope so too. <laughs> but I'm gonna be very clear yeah. that my child, no, I don't. Don't you be buying it, boy? Are yeah. you crazy? I just don't think I will put that much money in there. Me account, either, because even you don't need rich, it. Because what you need it for? What you need that for? You need gas money for you're, your car. You live in the lap of luxury, right? You didn't pay for the car. If you need something, ask me. Like. You don't even pay for the car. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm not putting that much you money in your account. You literally need enough money in your account to feed yourself every now and again, to go to the movies every now and again, and to put gas in your car. Right. Other than I that, agree. <laughs> you may need a little bit more than that when you're Christmas shopping. But, again, it's not that much. You're not buying <laughs> no boy. I'm going to give you, like, 
two three hundred dollars to buy all the gifts that you need for everybody. Like, we don't put on it. We locking it down. And so that's why I'm just like, how much money did you put? I just was a side note, and I was like, what the? Why are you not shutting this down, man? Now I can imagine like the handing twenty or forty dollars would be different. It would be more like I'm a cash app you because you know our tools are different. But I just can't imagine my kid having that much money buying yeah. their little teenage boy. No, you know, and like if that was my daughter, you know what? Because I would say, girl, you don't even know that's gonna work. So <laughs> you're investing a lot really early. You know what I mean? Like if that's what you want, that's what's up. But like, you realize this may not be forever. You're 17. You're right. I don't want to burst the we bubble. We all thought our relationship at 17 would be forever. Okay, because I definitely thought I was gonna marry him, yeah. and here we are. Here we are. <laughs> And we are not getting married. And aren't we so happy that we didn't marry them people? I am. I am. <laughs> I just, I, you know what? It it wouldn't have worked. I'm like, dang, they not even cute no more. <laughs> <laughs> I still I still think he's over-attractive. People don't age like you think they're going to age. I, <laughs> like Nikki or Fresh Prince. <laughs> we can talk about that. Because I was like, oh. <laughs> That is interesting. I did watch the first Prince reunion. Ooh, I watched it um, last night. And I was like, huh, that is all right. <laughs> Moving on. Just we're going to round up this Bravo moment. Yes. We're going to round this up. So anyway, we're getting to the luncheon. Mm-hmm. It's clearly going to be fireworks at the next one. There's clearly tension. And I think they will go into detail about what everybody's feeling about everything. Yeah. Um, Houses of Atlanta is back. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry, y'all, but the Bravo moments are going to get longer and longer and longer. <laughs> um, but the talk is almost done, so, mm-hmm. you know, it'll, it'll pan out. Mm-hmm. But that is that. And so now we can move <laughs> to our lovely question of the week. Alrighty. Um, it was, would you rather work untangling Christmas lights or work as a mall Santa? Um... So we had Naturally Morgan said definitely untangle lights. Headshock nineteen oh six and Love Live Row or Rue agreed. Um, the modern day K said I'll take entanglement with lights for four hundred Alex. But if I ever be a mall Santa, I want that moment the Santa had in a Christmas story when he pushed Ralphie down the slide with his foot with a ho ho ho. Um, Black Travelogs also said untangle lights. F them kids. J K. Um, Semi Sue said, I'll take an entanglement with Santa. Wait a minute, let me reread the question. And then she said, Well, COVID Santa sits behind plexiglass. I would enjoy being a little mean to them. You're getting cold. China Baby said, Untangle Christmas lights. Ryan still said, Mall Santa, not in the age of Corona though, but Mall Santas bring so much joy to children, and it would be nice to make a child smile and create lifelong memories, especially for the black kids. Because I never saw a black Santa until I was an adult, and it was, wasn't was at a mall. Shout out to Mon Diamond Mall, because <laughs> their thing. Santa's always black. Right. Moving on. Reese P. said, work untangling Christmas lights. I don't want all them people in my space while the Rona going around. I didn't want them there before either. And Thumbelina said, untangle lights. So I will say, guys, we're not talking in a COVID space. Yeah. We're just saying, would you rather? Yeah. I laughed at Simi Sue, because I kind of thought that could be funny to be mean to the to, like, the nasty kids, not <laughs> the nice ones. Be right. Like, you ain't getting that. Get off my lap. <laughs> but, um, I probably would untangle the Christmas lights because, mm-hmm. like, that just seems easier. I actually wouldn't mind either. 
Um, I like untangling things, which is, I know it's weird. But um, I would probably choose the mall Santa. I feel like it would be fun. It would be a fun time. I think, I mean, I think it could be cute. Look, mm-hmm. I, y'all know I believed in Santa. I think the Santa thing is cute. And I think kids, when they get excited, and I think that's cute. The only mm-hmm. time it feels bad when the kids be crying. And I just be like. I'd be like, your child's scared. Take them not home. Feeling it. Right. Just Why are you torturing? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Wh- who wants to picture them crying with Santa? Nobody. If it don't, if it don't. It's the not kid ain't with out. it. It you ain't, ain't with pay it. yet. Bye. Just, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it. that's the only part where I'm like, oh, Yeah, don't, I don't like don't. it. Like, maybe next year they won't be scared. Right, because, like, 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 they full-blown hollering. Right. Get, get them off Santa's lap. But speaking of Santa with COVID, I've been seeing some people that I guess would have dressed up as Santa. They've been doing calls to kids. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, since, you know, this year it's very different. And so they've been like, oh, look who called. And it's like a FaceTime from Santa, Santa. asking him what they want for Christmas. So I was like, that's adorable. I think that's really cute. Yeah, I like that. Some people have like taken that route. Because I'm like, yeah, still give them the, the little, little Santa experience. experience. Right. Yep. So today we are discussing um, sexual self-care and what that means and what's a good way to go about it. So... When we first saw the term sexual self-care, neither one of us knew what it really meant. But it's basically like the portion of self-care that is part of your sexuality and how you take care of yourself in sexual interactions with yourself or with others because there is some self-care that self-care um, that you should keep in place in sexual interactions. Um, so some of the examples of what sexual self-care is is knowing what you like and dislike and knowing if that changes and how to communicate that with others i do think that that's really important um you know in any sexual encounter i think it's good to be able to communicate like no 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 right there or like (laughs) stay there like i think it's good to because sometimes people be like oh it was bad and i'm like well what was bad about it was it something that you could have communicated that had been like i don't like this do it this way. So I, I think, I think, um, you're right. Um, cause I've had, I think I have friends to be like that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, but did you tell them? And they're like, no. And I'm like, well, here's the thing. Everyone sexually likes different things. Sometimes right. they don't know if they like it or not. Uh-huh. And so you have to be able to communicate. So I just always say this, like, if you're adult, if you want to be an adult and have sex, then you need to be able to open your mouth about what you like sexually. Mm-hmm. And if you can't open your mouth, you don't need to be having sex. Right. That's how I view it. Because right. I just feel like if you're engaging, you can't have an attitude of he or she or they. Mm-hmm. They need to just know. They, no. Why would they? I hate when in any why would when they? people are like, they supposed to know what they need to do. No. Because everybody is different. Everyone is different. And, and I don't like when somebody treats everybody the same because right. we're not. You know, the thing I've told friends before, like, if they were with a previous partner who adamantly did not like what you like, mm-hmm. and so they're coming into this space with you sexually, mm-hmm. and so if they're going off their past experiences, they're not going to do that. Yeah. That thing that you were like, he because he's he going to go off his experiences yeah. because... That's all he knows in this realm. Right. And if you've never taken the time to say, I do like that, mm-hmm. or to have a conversation, then it's not going to happen. Right. I really think sex should be talked about more before you have sex. Agreed. 
Because um, I think a lot of times people will just go into it the first time, and then if they do discuss it, it's after the first right. time, when and they it, already had an experience right. that they did not enjoy. Right. And then it becomes awkward. Because then you, they may feel like... Um, they may feel bad that it wasn't a good experience and may take it personally when it's not necessarily personal because it might just be, I, it's not that I didn't enjoy being with you. It's just that I prefer this this way. And right. you can do it this way. Like, it's not that It's difficult. just the communication part that I feel yeah. like really lacks. And mm-hmm. I just feel like sex in any sort of relationship should be discussed. Yeah. And it doesn't, um, I don't think it has to be so awkward as people make it Mm -hmm. but that's how sometimes i go into like the maturity of the person Mm -hmm. if you're an adult and you're wanting to be sexually active you need to figure out a way in which you could communicate Mm -hmm. what your desires are what your yeses and what your no's are right and i also think and i don't agree with this thinking but i think a lot of times people also don't take the step to have that conversation when they're having casual sex like, if it's, like, I care about you and I'm in a relationship, then cool, we could talk about it, we can make adjustments. But I feel like for some people that are, like, hit and quitter, they don't, they, like, I don't need to, like, I'm not, they feel like they should not have to be worried about that, which I vehemently disagree with. Even if it's casual, it Why should still be. Why do you think be, that? Why do you think people think that? Because. Do they feel like the, it's, you can't have care even in I think casual I think rendezvous? Some people, yep, I think that's exactly like, what some people think. Casual isn't for me. Right. To each his own. Yeah. But. In a casual equation, they're not like a sex doll. They're still a human But being. I think some people do just think, oh, since it's just sex, it's just... And then we're done. Right. And not that they're, like, quick or anything or, like... But just that the they don't... The consideration of the other person. It's not as much. Yeah. I, I, or they go into it just treating them how they have done everyone else, not considering that they may like something different. Right. Um, especially for casual interactions, I think they just go into it like, oh, I know what I'm doing, but it's like, you might not know what you're doing with me. Um, and so I think a lot of times people don't consider that, and I think they should consider it more. Because, you know, sometimes you got to ask somebody, do you like your balls touched? Like, I... <laughs> you know what? Everybody don't! <laughs> I didn't know we were going to go into examples. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> I That was a easily accessible example because I feel like it's a common thing that, like, some men really, really like it, and then some men are like, do not touch it. Like, I feel like there's a divide. I did not know that. Really? I am <laughs> not in the ball touching. I don't feel like I got a I've pulse. I've seen it, like, online. Yeah, I, I, I got it. I'm just saying I don't feel like I have a pulse <laughs> mm-hmm. on the ball, no ball touching <laughs> conversation mm-hmm. yeah is there I, a hashtag so i can get educated on it no no it'll it just be it just some pops up. online that'll literally be like i'm if you touch my balls i'm not with it hmm. and then other men will be like oh you trip it like Tug i've em. seen those conversations hey um, and happen. everyone has their different preferences sexually right. so like that makes sense right Everything's so if you go all up everyone. in there not knowing <laughs> then it can be a bad experience and Someone can feel violated because they didn't know that that was a boundary. Because it is a boundary for some. (laughs) You're like, I'm speechless. Um, Another example of sexual self-care is patience. And I think, uh, again, I think this comes into play a lot more in relationships. People are more willing 
to be patient with their partner. If they're like, okay, I know you like for me to be dominant, but I'm not there yet. Give me time. I think right. people in relationships are more willing to be understanding of that. But in, in casual interactions, they're like, oh, you're not dominant? Bye. Like, they just, they not willing to try to work with a person get to get there. Which, I mean, I guess it does take more time and more interactions, which may not be casual for some people. For some people, casual is just Hit one it and, it. and be done and not necessarily go back. But that's not how I define casual. I think you can go back to the person a number of times and then still be casual. Isn't that like friends with benefits? Or yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Or, I mean, you ain't got to be friends. You can just be F buddies. Is there a difference? <laughs> yeah, girl, I wrote a whole blog about it on our website. <laughs> oh, let me go back and read. I'm like, Isn't that the same thing? No, girl, they're two different things. But I guess an F buddy, you're not friends. No. But you just... But there can still be care. There's still enough care, but you guys just bang it out and go. Exactly. But if you're friends with benefits, do you bang it out and you can have pizza with the person after? Right, and you may have pizza with them sometimes and not bang. Like, you're still having the friend interactions. It's just that sometimes in those interactions, it ends up in the bedroom. I just want a husband, y'all. This is so... These phrases and things, man. I just want a husband. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, let me stop. Um... So I definitely do think patience comes into play because, I mean, even think about how long some people take to orgasm. That takes patience sometimes. If they, but they have to communicate like, hey, you know, I don't come from head, so don't try. Or like, (laughs) balls and head. I know a couple of guys that say they don't come from head and they say every time they tell someone that they challenge it. But the, when they say that, it's not that they want that challenge. They want you to, that's what it is, and we move on. Right. They don't want it to be like, like a you, thing. Right. But every time they tell someone that, it becomes a thing. So it's like they're not, their boundaries essentially is not being respected. Exactly. Exactly. Um. And so, but, but then if they don't tell them, then they go and try to give them head and they confuse as to why he's not orgasming. And so that's why they do say something. So I think there needs to be a balance of like, you can give him head, but don't expect him to come because he has told you that he don't. And now if he do, oh, amazing. You done did it. But he's not, <laughs> he's not telling you with the purpose of like, so let's see if you could be the first one. Like who, they not, you most of the time, the guys I know, once again, they're not telling their partners it's that. Not they want to be it's a not a challenge. It's not a, I want you to be that girl. Right. Or that partner. Right. Because oftentimes, that. people just be like, oh, they just didn't do it right. Like, uh, maybe not. That just might not, just like for some women, they come from um, penetration. penetration versus chlor. Cultural stimulation. stimulation. Yeah. So I'm like, why can we understand that for women and not understand that for men? Well, I think sometimes with men, they get a hard... Like they get a hard? <laughs> they get a hard rap in, uh, in, in when it comes to, like, sex and sexuality. I mm-hmm. feel like men have to be, like, sex maniacs. They gotta mm-hmm. be into it. They gotta always want it. They gotta it. always want it mm-hmm. and to really be freaky. And I think sometimes for men, they don't get sort of the safer space as a woman can get mm-hmm. um, when it comes to sex to say, you know, I don't like that or I don't need sex every day or I right. don't or like I do like to cuddle or I'm not. I think that's sort of like manly macho image mm-hmm. that they, that society and that masculinity crap that mm-hmm. gets piled on them. Yeah. I think it comes into that too because yeah. I think sometimes when, I mean, I've heard women I've heard people, women say like, oh, 
he must be gay or something. He don't ever have sex. And it's like, why did we go there? Right. Maybe he doesn't have the high sex drive. That and does exist. And that <laughs> happens. Yeah. Everyone doesn't have high sex drives. Right. And then sometimes I'll say, and depending on the, in one of the articles that we were read, I was reading is about ritual. Mm-hmm. Maybe the mm-hmm. ritual of it all didn't get him going. That's yeah. the goes back to that sort of communication. They might need to be romanced. They might need foreplay. Like, and they that's need okay. it just as much as we do. And ain't nothing wrong And that's with that. okay. And that's fine. I just think sometimes guys get this pressure like they always got to be ready. They always yeah. have to perform. And if they're not, then boom. You see how easy it is for sometimes, you know, cisgender women to just now question his whole sexuality. Yeah. In one moment where it's like, whoa, where did yeah. that come from? Right. Right. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that either. Because it's immature. Yeah. And like men's bodies function differently too and like sometimes they can't control when they get hard like you know what i mean so being like oh he couldn't get it up like maybe he had too much mcdonald's or maybe he just he he just had a bad day like have a conversation with him and maybe that is something that's normal but maybe he has a way to deal with it talk about it you know what I think? Now you think about it, I think maybe maybe women feel threatened. Like, it's them. Oh, absolutely. I definitely think whole thing is, because but then it's like... We go into sex with the thought that we have them. to please them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but them having to get pleased in a different way does not reflect badly on us. It just means that we may have to go about it a different way. And so if you giving somebody else head works for them, it just don't work for him. And that's not bad. That don't say that you work bad at it. You know what I mean? It just means that that's not what works for him. And that's okay. Because, you know something, going beyond that, why are we, I feel like, just so obsessed with being like, we're so great in bed. Do you know what, like, people... I think it's a status symbol. I think that... Because it made me think about why it's so important for both, for a lot of people, even those who don't identify it. It's, this seems to be such a thing to yeah. be like, to want to be viewed as like some sort of sexual god goddess. or goddess yeah. mm-hmm. that you be like, throw it down. Like, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like it's such, I think sometimes that pressure yeah. of wanting to be like, blow them out every time, mm-hmm. I feel like that ruins sometimes the orgasm for both parties. And I think also that, like, that headspace of like, yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, I think people. You know how, like, kink shaming is a turn a thing? I think a lot of times when people aren't... When people are vanilla, people shame them. And it's like, there's a spectrum of people, and they like different things, and it's okay for them to be vanilla. Everyone shame everyone. It really... I mean, we... <laughs> but, but... And that's not dismissing, but it's true because mm-hmm. it's like, people who are, like, vanilla, mm-hmm. they're prudes, or they're not good, right. or whatever, and then people right. who are swinging off the chandeliers, they're too far, it's too much. <laughs> right. that, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's like... Can people have their just be them. have their moment the way they want to have and it? Like what they like, and yeah. just be done with it, and, and feel comfortable in liking what you like, so and that then feeling... you can communicate right. with who you want to be with and know where they are without any shame being on either Correct. side. I think that is self care, sexual self care, is knowing where you are and being able and to accepting come to terms that yes. and not feeling any type of way about it. Right. So if you're more of a vanilla, and not feeling like you have to be something that you're not. If you're more of a vanilla, be vanilla. Yeah. If you like a rainbow swirl with sprinkles and cartwheels, rainbow swirl, sprinkles, and cartwheels. Because, and I think a lot of times when people want to be something that they're not and haven't taken the time to actually learn about it, then that's when you, you know, killing people during sex because you don't know what you're doing. 
killing people. Yeah, like if you try and do bondage and you ain't never done it before. Oh, you like choking them out or yeah. something? Yeah. Okay, because I was it's like, like what? don't try to people do something die. that you're not. And if you want to learn about something, learn. Take the time to actually right. learn about it and see if you are, if this is really for you. Correct. Because you just jump into it and you're hurting people. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. It's not funny. <laughs> but, so I, I did, like, self-exploration of, of knowing, and then exploration that happens, especially in sort of a long-term mm-hmm. relationship or marriage. The yeah. self-exploration, the couple exploration that should happen as well. Yeah, because I can imagine, like, especially for the people that's, like, been with their person since 16, you can imagine <laughs> how much has changed throughout their relationship, especially in their sexual relationship. Because I can imagine, like, it probably was not good when they first started. If they was losing their virginity and then think about them at, like, 45. I'm, I'm sure it's so much better. You know what I mean? Well, what hope? I mean, please, Jesus. <laughs> but I would think, like, there has to be a lot of growth for them sexually. And, ha- and there may be growth at different paces for one another. So it just needs to be room for, like... I want to try this. As you have to be open to the ebbs and flow, yeah. especially in some relationships, long-term relationships or marriage, yeah. the other ebbs and flows of that relationship, a yeah. part of it would be sexual, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Especially like, you know, you get older, you know, they say, you know, they say women's sexual peak increases. We don't know. Right. right there yet. We about to find out. <laughs> right. We'll see. They, they say that happens. Yeah. They say sometimes men slow down. They yeah. say... Sexuality changes if you're a mother after motherhood. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of women um, don't feel as sexual. I mean, they don't have the, the same desire. And, and you just don't got the time to be swinging on chandeliers when you got four kids running around. And so, <laughs> like, it's not That's that the desire factor. has changed, but it's the ability to do it has changed. We gotta get a babysitter so I can swing on the chandeliers, boo. Okay. Like, and so it's just, like, you can't do things as easily as your life situation changes. And I think communicating that and being understanding of that is what's necessary. I think, like, that's all a part of being in a relationship that people just don't realize, to be honest, when it comes to the bedroom. You know something, but I also just think with relationships, especially long term and like marriages, I think people don't. Um, I, don't I think people don't really understand how much work it is mm-hmm. maintaining yeah. that, mm-hmm. um, because you change individually, mm-hmm. and depending on not only just your personal changes but life experiences, mm-hmm. so much work has to be done in, in keeping your relationship with that person safe, not not just sexually, just overall. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's not spoken of enough. Mm-hmm. And so I always appreciate couples who are transparent about ups and downs. And I don't mean like meaning cheating. No, that's not up there. and down. That's not up and down that's for me. That's out the box. That's a, <laughs> we're not together anymore. So I want to be very clear when I say the ups and downs, yeah. I do not mean cheating. We talk about things that just happen in life just that are life out of ex- your control. Right. Yeah. I know that sometimes cheating gets lumped in with ups and downs. Yeah. Not over here. Not over here. <laughs> that's a different kind of up and down. We don't mean that over here. <laughs> I mean, just in general life experiences, you yeah. know, you lose, people get sick. Yeah. Um, Money changes, job mm-hmm. changes, your passion changes. You have kids, or you don't have kids, but other things happen. Like you might start to desire things that you didn't desire. That before. you didn't know you wanted. Right. Um. And the reason I say all that is because, like, when I think about the pandemic this year, I personally have felt sometimes on a roller coaster mm-hmm. in the way some thoughts I were thinking or feelings that have changed. 
just because of the pandemic. So imagine that 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Right. Imagine the sort of headspace and things you go through and how much that has changed your perspective and mm-hmm. where you're at mm-hmm. that would reflect itself even sexually. Right. Yeah. So I think... I think we talk about the the communication is key for everything, mm-hmm. but it's always lost. Right. Yeah. And it's, I, it's always lost. Yeah. It's funny. I know this one couple that initially, I guess, when they got together, they identified as poly and like they had other partners and things like that. Um, but then, I mean, and they're married, but she ended up pregnant. It's not that they necessarily planned it. Right. Honestly, when she found out she was pregnant, she thought she was hungover. But <laughs> right. So she got pregnant, and so they decided to like stop playing with other people because he wasn't comfortable with her doing it while she was pregnant, and she wasn't comfortable doing it while she was pregnant. Um, which understandable. I mean, um, and so then they had the baby, and like life just got different, and they have not gone back to poly life since then. I think their daughter is like three now, and they think about you know having another one at this point. And so I asked them, I was like, so do y'all still identify as poly? And they were just like, they don't know um, because they don't know if that's something that they'll maybe able, maybe be able to bring back when their kids are o- a little bit older and they have more flexibility to just go out and play with other people. But right now, that's not a part of their life. And they both understood that and were okay with it. And I'm like, I'm glad y'all was on the same page because there is a chance that it'd be like, no, I want to keep doing this. And that's a whole nother conversation then to have of like, okay, what does Polly look like for us? So I thought that was interesting. I'm I'm glad they was on the same page and they, you know, doing well, but that's still yeah, one I of the... Yeah, I reckon that'd be interesting if they weren't on the same page. Right. And she was like, no, I'm trying to keep doing this until I'm like seven months. <laughs> Y'all cringe a little bit. Y'all yeah, look, I don't... I... I... You know, y'all know I don't be, you know. You're not trying to kink shame. but No, you, no, no. The, I'm not trying to kink shame at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. It's more the thought of, it's one thing to have desire, but the person who is not in the marriage. Right, wanting to be with someone that's pregnant. Wanting to be with someone who's so visibly pregnant, <laughs> and it's not your child. <laughs> right. I just am like, do you not feel, that's the only thing, I, I'll be yeah. honest. I don't understand that, that part. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I already talked about poly life ain't for me and yeah. whatever. That's not the issue. Yeah. But the thought of the third, <laughs> seeing her so visibly and be like, pregnant. Oh, that belly. <laughs> and knowing that it's not your child. Right. And still wanting to, like, sexually be involved. Yeah. That part made me go, Because huh? <laughs> that's like, mm, yeah, I mean, so apparently um, some men want to be with pregnant women. I think I, I'm going to be quiet. Because if I say what I think, I would be kink-shaming. So, that ain't yours. That ain't, you, you that's know, not what you are into, and you can't understand uh, anyone I, being into mm, it. <laughs> not when it's not your child. But just, you know, it's one thing if it's your child. Because I know men... Who felt weird Doing having it when sex it was their child. with their wife yeah. and it was their kid? Because yeah, yeah. at eight months, they're just like, this is, because you know, at a certain point. You can't be as rough. Like. But at a certain point, we know that the child can hear, they're mm-hmm. developing, and mm-hmm. like, I personally, mentally do think, like, would I still want to have sex being so large mm-hmm. and feeling like. I think I would be more so be like, what positions can I do? The baby, well, 
Like, what positions are safe? I was gonna say something. So I will smash the baby. I'm just gonna leave that one alone. But I personally feel like I could feel a little weird because at a certain point, it's like the baby can hear, like mm-hmm. the baby doesn't come out. And that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. if you and your partner dirty talk, mm-hmm. do my child need to hear that? <laughs> oh my God. Well, so they or can the hear, mom, but they can't understand it. it, it but that's not the point. <laughs> Just how people at a certain point stop. It's the. It's not the point. It's yeah. just the overall. It's like I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah. It's the overall. And I guess that's similar to how people feel like while breastfeeding. If you're actually breastfeeding with your child on the breast, and then sexually having your husband also play with your breast, some people feel weird with that crossover. I um, could get. I could get how that could feel weird, yeah, especially yeah. like. I don't know. I have a lot of questions about that, but well, because I know you don't. You would pump. You don't want to have the child on the teeth. I don't. Right. I hear it. I just. <laughs> I. I don't really have. But a is desire. it because of that crossover of like? No, I okay. just hear about like it's just painful. Oh yeah, nipples cracking. Or, and that I just yeah. felt like let's just pump, and that's why <laughs> that you. was really my. Okay. I just Got thought you. about. They talk about painful it is, yeah. the baby, like, biting, yep. and, um, mm-hmm. like, do I want to pop my kid? Like, hey, <laughs> you know, I don't know that how too. I feel. That's too much. <laughs> Ease yeah. up. Ease up. You're hurting your mama. Ease up. It's like, I don't know. I just don't, I mean, and you know, the thing is, one thing I realized is, like, I don't know how I would feel. Yeah. I know where my mind is A lot right of things now. we won't know till we get there. And if I'm happy and I get blessed with the opportunity of being a mom and we'll see can i even breastfeed that can that's a struggle for a lot of women but Mm -hmm. i tell you one thing i won't feel no shame if i gotta put my kid on formula nope if i can't do it then science can like why would i Uh, feel shame in that it's a reason that god gave us this formula so why would i I not use it they really be beating themselves up i can tell you right now i feel i'm gonna keep I'm going to try to keep this feeling of don't feel no type of way if it don't work out. Yeah, because I can understand that it might change once we get there. Right. I, I, I don't wanna I feel want no type to of way. feel like if I can't do it, we got I another mean, solution. I wasn't breastfed, and I'm amazing. So you can be amazing off of formula. I think I was. I got to ask again. My, I, think I wasn't. My, I think I was. My brother, I think, got formula. I got formula. My mom did not breastfeed. And I'm amazing. So, <laughs> and me and my mom are really close. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that there's not benefits of breastfeeding. Right. Because there are. But people but say I'm that just it's saying, a bond. Yeah. You can still be close with your kid, and mm-hmm. your kid can still be smart. Right. And That's the all reason I'm why I like to emphasize that is because if you physically cannot breastfeed, I don't want anyone to ever feel like, well, now I'm not going to be close to my kid. That's right. not the case. Or they They're... won't get the extra no. nutrients. No. Now you still have happy, healthy, yep. smart babies that you're close with. That like yeah. None of that has to change. Right. So, yeah. you know, we'll see. I think, I think that is like, a very large lesson of COVID mm-hmm. the we'll see. Yeah, because we just really Everything never is know. so uncertain. Yeah. And I think that has made, that has been very, that has been very clear, a clear message mm-hmm. this year has brought me like, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to bring it back to the topic, right. during COVID, make sure you're taking care of yourself sexually, regardless of if it's with another person or if it's by yourself. Just make sure that you are allowing yourself 
um, to be open and honest with whoever. Um, and if you having conversations because you want to bust it wide open right after COVID, just communicate what you want. <clears throat> I do think, so, two thoughts. I think we having a baby surge right now for, like, the people that are with already with people. But once outside open, it's going to be a surge from the white night stands. I, I, I think it's going to happen. You think? Oh, yeah. Because I, I just, we going to be, like, happy to be outside. I know, but I just always, I just want the one, man. With the one what? You said one night stands. Yeah. I'm like, I just want the one. I don't even want to just like, oh. I'm just trying to find the one <laughs> and have continuous one night stands. Right. I don't need, mm-hmm. but I do think, um, I think for those who, I think two things happened on COVID. Even you matched and you found your person yeah. and you kind of locked it down. And locked it down quick. Or, I, think I saw a lot of that. You know, or you were just kind of single or whatever, and it is what it is. So for the single people, two things will happen: either either option, either people gonna be hoeing, and that's not shaming hoeing. I mm-hmm. just say it. Mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't say that either. <laughs> I gotta find another word. What's another word? Because hoeing is sexing. Bad. I like hoeing better, <laughs> but I know that. Like, but I don't the connotation. Mean, yeah. But I don't mean that. Yeah. But you you see what I'm. I understand. Y'all get what I'm saying now. <laughs> I, I, y'all know I be I come a long way now. <laughs> I really don't be liking to shame nobody. Right. But yeah, I know, you know you when mean. I say hoeing, I don't I don't mean like you a hoe. Does that mean? Like, it's really hard. It. All so right, one on. is you either one, or... one you hitting splits, right? Or two you trying to get married. Yeah, it's two. Or, I'm on path two. I was about to say I'm probably on two. I'm on two. Let's not even... down. <laughs> Never mind. I'm probably on two. <laughs> I'm on two. But I was on two pre-COVID. I'm just on two. <laughs> but I think it'll be, people will be looking for, like, deep connection and mm-hmm. to find that person. Yeah. Or they'll be hitting splits on it. Yeah. Uh, and I think especially for us, because it's our last year in our 20s. Oh, my God. Please. I'm going to have a breakdown <laughs> in February. <laughs> well, I hope not. But I hope, I, am, though. I hope that we are able to just be as drunk as we want to be, as outside as we want to be, before we lock it down. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I think that's what I want because if we inside till 30, then I'm just going to lock it down. <laughs> like, that's just that. I've always just wanted to lock it down, <laughs> damn it. I've been wanting to lock it down since I'll 25. I'll probably be drunk and stuff with my husband, but. But I'm going to just say, like, I, look, I hope to be pleasantly surprised on my 29th birthday. Mm-hmm. But I'll yeah, be. You going to be going, that's going to be the day we outside. But. Like, going to be like, chit-ching, we outside. No, we're not. <laughs> we're really not. I don't know why. I'm not like, we're not going to be outside for my birthday. Maybe things will be a little bit better by yours, but Feb- no, yeah. we're, no. Honestly, I don't even think for yours, but we'll see. Yeah. Look, I am working through this. That'll be a whole nother episode about right. the last year of your 20s. Yeah. But I'm not even 29 yet, and I am You're already, already starting to panic. Yeah. And Do knowing... you think that panic would have happened if we weren't where we are now? Like, as in COVID? Um, if certain things weren't in a space where I liked it, yeah, the okay. panic would still be the same. Mm-hmm. And so because of COVID, and because I consider myself a good COVID girl, I've really been in the house. <laughs> So it stopped a lot of things that <clears throat> I had dis about or wanted to do. And so you slightly feel behind, like you feel behind schedule, right? Yeah. Like you feel like, yeah. okay, I was supposed to be doing this year, do this or trying this, whatever. And you feel 
somewhat behind schedule. That's and why so I'm be doing everything in that last year. <laughs> and so then turning twenty nine feels so final and I mm-hmm. hate that I've succumbed to that thirty year old fear pressure. Mm-hmm. But I have, I totally have. Mm-hmm. I am sitting up here like on one hand, like, where did the time go? Yeah. On another hand, you're like, did I do enough in my 20s? Mm-hmm. And partly, I didn't. Like, mm-hmm. real... This would be another topic, y'all, because I could talk. But <laughs> yeah, we're we going to have this we gonna, We'll, 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 we'll probably have do a, this in, like, January we, or February. We're going to have to have a full conversation about yeah. my mental thoughts about turning 29. Yeah. yeah. But, like, even saying it, it's like, 29? You're going to have a whole episode. I have... <laughs> we'll have a whole episode about that. That's just we're still twenty eight. We're still twenty eight. I'm still twenty something, y'all. Jesus. Oh. Any other thoughts about sexual? No, we gotta stuff? end the show, y'all. Okay. Because now I'm just feeling panic. I am in panic mode. Y'all, let us know if you have other meanings of sexual self-care. I've learned about masturbation, manifestation, so... (laughs) I'm sorry. That was rude. Sexual self-care can mean different things for different people. (laughs) That was so rude. So, y'all let us know. Hit us up. You know, you can DM us, email us, all of the things. Make sure you pay attention to our social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We have giveaways all month, y'all. And we got another one secured, all right? Right, so, and you can enter every week. We'll be announcing a winner every week. And you can enter multiple times, so so we can be clear. Right, because we don't want anyone to think, like, you have to pick and choose. Right. If you want to enter each one five times each time, you can. There's no limits on anything. Nope. So if you're even slightly interested... And honestly, entering more will increase your chances. Honestly. (laughs) If you're even slightly interested, Mm -hmm. follow, um, enter, enter to the giveaways. And here's Mm -hmm. the other thing. Even if you didn't like the stuff yourself, these are great Christmas items if you were getting them for someone else. I think, like, you can take this moment. all the things that we're giving y'all, we got ourselves, to be honest. And we paid for Right. So let's be very clear. We don't purchase ourselves. I'm very happy to be supporting these brands. But if I could get it for free, I wouldn't say no. Right. But that being said, it's an opportunity to not only get stuff for yourself, but if you see something where you're like, you know what, such and such would like that, enter. Yeah. Because then if you win, that's a free gift. Yep, yep. So definitely enter, pay attention, because... Like I said, every week we got something new dropping. We're um, launching our YouTube this week, so look out for that. We just got a lot of stuff, y'all. We're just Pay coming. Attention. We're prepping for twenty twenty one. Yes, yes. Year five. Right. Yes. So we got a lot cooking. Keep up. Turn on our post notifications if you want to. Cause Instagram be playing with people's lives, y'all. Yes. That's so, a side note. Right. And so I would hate for anyone to be like, oh, I didn't see the giveaway. Right. So turn on your post notifications so that you can get alerted as soon as we announce the giveaways and you can enter as many times as possible. Um, I think that's all we have for today. So as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you good and the bad of every week.